Hello, and welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, mystic, spiritual midwife, and visionary leadership guide. It's my great pleasure to share inspiring and intimate conversations and emerging wisdom gathered from our collective feminine journey of awakening. My guests are revolutionary women at the cutting edge of both personal and global transformation. I invite you to join us in claiming our sovereignty, changing the world, and flourishing no matter what. Welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, mystic, spiritual midwife, and transformational guide, here to speak with you today about money and prosperity. <sighs> Let's take a breath with that. So money, as, as they have said, makes the world go round. And certainly in our modern day life, there's not much we can do or create without money. And so this idea of having sovereignty in our lives requires that we have some mastery around money. So I have a six-month program that I'm in the midst of delivering called Sumptuous Living, and one of the aspects that we look at is our relationship with money. Recently, I had received quite a bit of um, information about money that would be helpful to pass on and it felt so important and powerful that I wanted to share it with you as well. And it's specifically about prosperity, power, and pleasure. So let's dive in. So the dictionary defines prosperity as flourishing financially. I love that word flourishing. So if you look in the natural world, you can see the way Mother Nature flourishes. And each of us has as our divine birthright that right to flourish in all ways, and that includes financially. That includes enjoying prosperity in our lives. So in order for us to create and experience sustainable prosperity in our lives, it does require competence and self-confidence and leadership in three main spheres of our financial life. Each of these areas has a number of skills or facets or issues associated with it. And for each of these, we have the capacity to either excel or feel profoundly challenged or function somewhere in the middle. So I want to share with you these three spheres and some of those facets to start out. And what I would like you to do is just to take a deep breath and relax to receive the list and notice how much ease or difficulty do you feel with each of these? 
So the first sphere is generating cash flow. So that's how we acquire and receive money. And the issues and the skills that we need are first, how we value ourselves. Along with that, how we value our contribution or our work. So this does not require that you be either in a, quote, paid job or in a, um, in a business, have a business. It, it doesn't matter. We still need to value ourselves and our work and contribution, regardless of what our situation is. Even if we are in non-paid work, we still need to know the value of what we bring. Similarly, our ability to put ourselves out there, this idea of self-promotion or acknowledging, I have gifts, I have something that I bring to the table, and really putting that out there. Next is the ability to ask and or negotiate. So to ask for what you need financially to be able to negotiate on your own behalf. Next, your capacity to receive, to really say yes and let yourself receive money. Consistent cash flow and prosperity, we have to have some valuing of money at least for its capacity to support us, provide for us, and help us create our visions and dreams. So next, we need to look at faith. First, in the more global sense of your capacity to receive support and to be provided for, so to have a belief in your capacity to have that in your life, and secondly, faith in yourself to generate cash, to create prosperity in your own life. Next, we have the sphere of managing money. And this is what we choose to do with our money, spend it, save it, or give it away. How we do that comes under financial management. And those issues include clarity, about what your financial needs are, what your values are, what your desires are, clarity about what the numbers are, what are you bringing in, what does it really cost to support your lifestyle, what are your debts, what are your assets, things like that. Next is how you value your resources. What I mean by that is having an understanding of what you value and how your money is used to support those values. For example, if you looked back over the last 90 days and looked at all the ways that you spent your money, it would give you an indication of what you value, whether you consciously understand or know that or not. So it's really important for us to have clarity about that. Next, 
looking at spending and saving choices. Again, those go hand in hand. So what we value and then how we choose to spend or save our money. And lastly, having the financial skills to maintain a clear picture of your financial numbers, to understand what your situation is in the moment and what's possible for you. And then the last sphere is long-term planning. This is how we partner with money to provide us with ongoing long-term support. And these issues and skills include a general understanding of the power of investing money, the various ways of investing money. Again, not a detailed understanding, just a general understanding is sufficient. Clarity about what your long-term goals are. A willingness to save money and to put money aside so that it can start to work for you or support you long-term. Again, we revisit faith with that idea of having faith that over the long term, you are going to be supported and provided for. And then lastly, developing a positive relationship and partnership with money, seeing it as an ally and a support and a resource in your life. So when we look at all these spheres, again, it's not to say that you have to be an expert in all of these areas or facets. And you certainly don't have to do all of this or any of this alone. However, you can't really create sustainable prosperity or live sumptuously without consciously, competently, and confidently overseeing your cash flow your money management, and your long-term planning. So this is where the sovereignty comes in. Now let's talk about power. So most people believe that money is power. And to create and experience sustainable prosperity, we need to inhabit our power or sovereign leadership in our own lives. To stand in our sovereignty as women, Most of us need to release old limitations about being powerful. At this time in history, we are collectively transforming the masculine paradigm of power over and moving towards a feminine paradigm of creative power to support the whole. And this is happening woman by woman in our own lives as well as in the collective So prosperity naturally expands our creative power and our innate creative power as women can be used to create greater prosperity in each of those spheres and facets that I mentioned previously. Again, as conscious women, we are each being called to address our inner fears and blocks to fully inhabit our creative power and our prosperity. So we do this by recognizing the struggles that we have in each of these facets of the three main spheres of our financial life. If we neglect these struggles or we abdicate our financial sovereignty to others, to the future, 
to the universe, we pay a price. At minimum, we have a missed opportunity to live into our fullness and experience sustained prosperity, and more severely, to remain stuck in fear, insecurity, self-betrayal, and survival. And I would even say a form of slavery, a slavery to the concept of whether it's hard work or a slavery to a relationship dynamic that we see as a portal to our prosperity when we're not able to embody our own power and our own sovereignty and welcome and recognize that we can be a source for our own financial well-being, it puts us in a kind of slavery. So what can we use to support us in stepping into our sovereignty and creating our sustainable prosperity? Well, one often overlooked way, but very vital way, is actually through pleasure. We know that pleasure is a powerful medicine, but how does it connect with prosperity? This was brought home to me recently in a conversation with a dear friend who is also a member of my Sumptuous Living program. And we were discussing how to create prosperity or financial success from her unique gifts and essence. And as she was talking that through with me, she had an epiphany. And she said, she realized that the things that give me the deepest pleasure can bring me the most money she realized that those aspects and behaviors and preferences in her life were actually the things that could bring her the greatest prosperity. And in some ways that seems like a, well, yes, of course, but it was a big epiphany, both for her and I had a big Uh, will say, wave of recognition in my own being and my own body, like, yes, of course. So here's the thing. We are so habituated to a belief in, quote, hard work and having to earn money that the thought of opening to those things that both come most easily to us, that give us the greatest pleasure, that they could be used to access and create sustainable prosperity in our life, like that is a new thought. Um, And I know that this is, I know I can feel it deep in my bones that this is the truth, that this is the truth for all of us, that those activities and experiences which give us the greatest pleasure and that come the most naturally are our gateways to prosperity, and particularly when they're coupled with a willingness to address any places of underlying fears and to grow our competence and our relationship with money. So... I want you to just check in and see how it feels to consider that those experiences or activities which give you the greatest pleasure 
are your gateway to your greatest prosperity. Just breathe that in and try that on. Maybe what brings you pleasure is connecting with others. Perhaps it's using your creativity or creating a big, bold splash or impression when you walk into the room or on behalf of others. Perhaps it's being nurturing and supportive, just to name a few. So these are all kind of essential qualities within us that come naturally and bring us pleasure that can be used to create prosperity in our lives. So with this new awareness, I want to invite you to move through your life in a new way, just considering, so how is this passion or this joy in my life a vehicle for prosperity? And just stay open and receptive to what that might look like in your life. So beloved, the most important thing that I want to tell you today is just the affirmation and the acknowledgement is that, again, that idea of flourishing or prosperity, prospering in all ways, is your birthright. You don't need to earn it. You don't need to improve in order to get it. You do need to take ownership and responsibility for bringing that into your life. And the way you do that is, again, by looking at those three spheres and the various facets and seeing where does healing need to take place? Where do I need to grow or learn some new skills? Because the fact of the matter is, you can do it. You can learn. It's never too late. I have had to grow and learn so much in this regard in my life. I've had to learn so many new skills in order to both generate cash flow, manage money, and of course do long-term planning. And if I can do it, you can do it. And your willingness to do that coupled with an openness to letting your pleasure guide you in this regard will support you in getting there step by step. And that's all any of us can do. So beloved, if you would like a copy of a PDF of those spheres and the various aspects or skills included, feel free to reach out to me at the website, revolutionaryheart.com. You can contact me there and just let me know that you would like the Financial Spheres PDF, and I'd be happy to send that out to you. And then one other offer I wanted to share with you is to let you know about the New Moon Spiritual Activation Circle that I am holding and will be holding on the next new moon. The new moon coming up will be November the 7th at 7 p.m. But if you're listening to this episode after that, each new moon, I will be holding a spiritual activation circle 
and it really is designed to help us root in those resources which can guide us and lead us through these times of upheaval and of possibility. We're going to be rooting in our spiritual connection, our sensual body, our heart and soul wisdom. We're going to be using feminine embodiment practices, spiritual transmission, as well as inquiry, self-expression, meditation, ritual. So if you would like to check that out, you can go to newmooncircle.com to register or to get information on the next New Moon Circle that's happening. I'd love to have you join me for that. It is a powerful form and format to root deeply in both your faith in yourself, in your capacity to embody your power, stand in your sovereignty, and also rest in the exquisite support of life. So if you would like to join us for this powerful event, you can register at newmooncircle.com. And until next time, beloved, sending you my love and the reminder to always trust what your heart knows. Thanks for listening to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And visit theradianceequation.com to receive your copy of The Radiance Equation, a visionary's guide to coming out of hiding, owning your wisdom, and creating your greatest impact.